Yes. What is up? We meet again. Oh, my God. It is the 28th of October, 2021. This show happens each and every weekday at about this same time in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. The Eric Zane Show podcast begins now. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. Kenny from Nashville here. And after a long day of listening to some crappy death metal, I like to unwind with the Eric Zane Show podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Here's your host, Eric Zane. Thank you. Welcome. This is the Daily Show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Oftentimes, I am reminded of things, uh, and, and like, oh God, and then I, you see me write a note down. Final note, preparations made. Hearing Kenny there uh, reminded me that uh, while curating the music for the Insane Asylum, my two-hour uh, music radio show. When I say music radio show, I mean like I'm basically just playing the music that you help me curate and then uh, talking like a DJ. Oh, that was uh, whatever, Metallica for a radio station in northern Michigan called Q100. The show airs like in the middle of the night. It's like no one is listening. I'm so bad at this that they uh, agreed to put it on from like midnight to 2 a.m. Uh, Sunday morning. No one is listening. No one. I make it available on my Patreon. I add it to the things that you can uh, get on my Patreon. And I put it up there before it even airs. In fact, it's got to go up there today. Uh, the show I'm making right now is going to air Sunday morning at midnight. It's weird to say. So it's Saturday night into Sunday morning. Technically, it's Sunday morning. Uh, and so, in the process of curating that music, uh, in the process of curating that music, somebody suggested the uh, song God of Thunder. Some of you may recall that song as being uh, uh, written, performed by Keith. That's right, Gene. But no, no. One of you suggested I play a different band's version of God of Thunder. And so I added it to let's give it a, the, let's give it a listen pile. Okay. And I have a, uh, I, I know within three seconds of something new, whether or not I'm going to play it. In fact, uh, this most recent week, I was uh, previewing the music. And one of the songs was by David Gilmore from Pink Floyd fame. And man, did it suck. I listened to that damn thing. I was like, oh, fuck, this is terrible. And I usually know within seconds that the damn thing is just shit. 
And and I was right because I listened to even more. Um and it was just the worst. But this song, God of Thunder, originally done by KISS, legendary song, legendary band, say what you will about KISS, legends. Yes, it's cartoon rock. Yes, it's stupid. But you can't argue with what they achieved. And frankly, I like a lot of what they do. The band Death did a version of God of Thunder. Now, I don't know anything about this fucking band, but I'm like, I can promise you this is going to be Kenny and Nashville music. And sure enough, these assholes take that song and instead of singing this, I'm like, fuck this. Who the hell listens to this? What is wrong with you people that find that to be in any way something that is listenable? I would rather listen to... Uh, that uh, that that little whore, Billie Eilish. Okay, I I am not interested in. I don't know why I called her a whore, but uh, she just looks a little hoary to me. But uh, anyway, yeah, I I I'll, I'll take Cardi B and Billie Eilish over any of the music that uh like Death. What a shit show! Oh my god. Ugh, the hell is wrong with you? Well, anyway. That show will be released a little bit later on today. I'm going to be on Twitch again when this show finishes. I'm going to get done with this show, and then I'm going right over to Twitch. I'm trying to get you used to the idea of, hey, Zane is on on the live stream. Let's go to Twitch because starting Monday, starting Monday, this live stream that is on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube right now, okay, is going to be exclusively on Twitch. Now, I've been guiding you through what you need to do on a need-to-know basis. Right now, all you need to know is that you go to twitch.com or twitch.tv slash Eric Zane, all one word. In fact, I'm going to put this up there right now. You can actually do it right now if you haven't done this. If you enjoy getting the show on the live stream, uh, all you have to do is click on that and hit the follow button. Follow the page. There's a little heart there, a little purple heart. Eric Zane Live. Twitch.com slash Eric Zane Live. I said Eric Zane. Uh, I'm an idiot. It's Eric Zane Live. Twitch.com slash Eric Zane Live. Okay. Uh, all right. So there you go. That's what I want you to do because this show is only going to be there. All right. When I say I need to let you, uh, this is all you need to know right now, because there is going to come a point when I'm going to tell you to subscribe, subscribe to my channel with your Amazon prime account. I'll let you know when that time is for now. All you need to know is that starting on Monday, I'm doing the show from there. There's, there's going to be a point where when I start the show a uh, few days down the road, maybe a week or two, where it's also going to start when I start on Twitch, on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. And then after a handful of minutes, I pull the plug, say, all right, I'm uh, cutting the Facebook, 
Twitter and YouTube audience out. You have to go to twitch.com slash Eric Zane live to get this show. It's kind of like chumming the water. Uh, just one of the many ways I'm able to uh, get uh, more people to check out the show. So that is Monday. All right. Monday. It's a Twitch thing. Okay. Also important. Um, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast is today at four. I know some of you are like, well, wait, huh? What? Yeah, I know. Uh, that is, uh, that is the way of the world. Um, we've got, uh, we just, it comes to, down to schedules. Sometimes it, uh, the time changes up on that. We have to be fluid, uh, in order to, uh, uh, you know, get it in, you know, uh, I've got a, uh, busy weekend. I got to go see my nephew get married on Friday. So, oh my God. So just so you know, if you don't think you're on the list for the um, uh, studio audience, I guess the Zoom audience for the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, reach out to me via email. But if you've sent one before, more than likely you are on that list. I'll send out the invite today and then you join in and hang out with us when we do the show. Also important. I know there's a lot of announcements. Patreon. Tomorrow, Friday, I have to do another episode of early Patreon. Typically, I get done with the free podcast. And then shortly thereafter, well, kind of shortly thereafter, I do the Patreon. Not tomorrow. Tomorrow, doing the Patreon first. I did this not long ago, a week or so ago. I have to do it again tomorrow. What is going on, Eric Zane? Why the hell? Are, why is this all happening? Well, yeah, that's uh, that's what I was in, uh, indicating with you. My uh, my nephew is is getting married. A Friday night wedding, uh, Friday wedding, I should say, four p.m. This is uh, this is happening more and more. Uh, people doing weddings at uh, four on like on a, on a Friday. Uh, all right, so off we go in the family truckster motorhome. Eric, Diana, uh, Jim. My son, Jim, Jackie, daughter, Jackie, daughter, Madison, uh, boyfriends for Madison and um, uh, Jackie, Justin. And uh, this dude that Madison is uh, boyfriend, girlfriend with. I am, I'm saying his name for the first time. The young man's name is Elijah. Okay. All right. So the seven of us and Jackie's dog, Cece, the Frenchie, travel across the state and I'll, I can promise you it's going to be hilarious. Something ridiculous is going to go down. I will have details on Monday. Little snapshot into my life here right now. Different subject. I have talked to you many times about my brother-in-law who lives with us. He's known affectionately as the NFK. NFK stands for no filter Kevin. Uh, part of his brain has been removed. He is a lobotomy patient, not even kidding, uh, to cure his epilepsy. Uh, not sure why he has no filter, but all I know that it could be uh, between the years of the uh, very powerful medicine he takes, anti-seizure medicine, the years of grand mal seizures, uh, the uh, many beers he pounds per day, uh, or the lobotomy, 
uh, has affected this gentleman's filter. Okay, so thus he has earned the name No Filter Kevin. Also, part of the uh, makeup of this sweet soul, uh, I guess I should back up, he lives with us, and uh, he has for about 15 months, and he will uh, forever. Um, uh, can you imagine if, uh, if, if the family gets wiped out and he's the only survivor, he'll be like the uh, fucking one of those uh, kings on Game of Thrones here where the whole kingdom goes to shit and he just sits on a throne and watches TV. Holy cow. Um, God forbid that happened. So, um, one of the other things he has going on is, uh, you know, for some reason, um, he has no feeling in his hands or his feet. He walks kind of like a combination of Frankenstein and a penguin. If those two had a baby, it would be the NFK. And he stomps his feet when he walks. And, uh, his hands don't work like yours and mine. I've covered all this before. I'm just getting anybody who's new caught up. Okay. Now, with all of that background, you need to know also that whatever he touches is gross. No matter what. We have some questionable hand-washing uh, tendencies. Uh, it's a good idea that uh, before you handle the remote for the TV, you get a couple of those Clorox wipes when he's not looking and just kind of uh, drape them over it and clean it uh, extensively for several minutes. I am not kidding you. Uh, the refrigerator handles have to continuously, continuously, be cleaned by your old pal Eric, the microwave. I mean, it's, I mean, I've talked about it before, but I've never, ever uh, had concrete evidence to share with you. Okay. Now, um, in the past, I have said to him, Kevin, um, you got to be careful that there's not peanut butter all over your hands before you grab the cabinet handle to put the peanut butter back. You have to check your hands. And I don't know if he can't see it or he's just oblivious or he can't feel it. All I know is that at some point during the making of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, uh, a large quantity of peanut butter, not a little bit, a large quantity of peanut butter gets on his hands, which then he touches the jar. The jar has got peanut butter all over it. And then whatever else he touches, it's got peanut butter on it. Holy fuck. You're, you will think that I did this on my own when you see the catastrophe that I'm about to show you. Okay. And if you're listening to the audio podcast, I will link it up uh, in the show notes. But I'm going to share this with you. Share with you the horror. I, I took a picture of the cabinet that he touched and mother fucker. Uh, Aram says, before I get to this, does he actually get offended when you use Clorox wipes like on the remote? No, I uh, do it when he's not looking. Okay. All right. Share screen. Okay. Look at that. It looks like I put it there. That is how much, that's enough for a sandwich. That is how much peanut butter uh, goes onto the cabinet. 
when he when he grabbed that handle to open the cabinet, all of that peanut butter transferred from his fingers to my cabinet. And it begs the question, how do you not know, even if you have compromised sensitivity in the fingers, you have eyes. Okay, now, when I see this, I'm enraged. I'm super pissed. Um, but I have to get that in check. I cannot, all I want to do is walk up to him and, uh, you know, grab the peanut butter jar and kind of like what Ray Liotta did in Goodfellas with a pistol, do it with the peanut butter jar. Corey adds, he probably doesn't wash his hands when he goes to the bathroom. So it's probably peanut butter with a little bit of shit particles sprinkled in. Oh, that's beyond, uh, beyond a, a doubt. Um, there is no question about that. We have, I've made that, that's been uh, well documented that he does not. There is so much feces. I am not kidding you. It is a, um, a, a, a long process uh, to just come constantly just, uh, he doesn't go to many spots in the house, but whatever he touches, I clean it. I don't want this. Okay. It's, it's like um, uh, shoveling snow in a snowstorm. Okay. I'm intentionally talking a little bit more mellow. I, 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 I tend to yell when I do the podcast. I don't want any, uh, I, I, I doubt he's going to be up here, but I'm just scared to death. He's hearing me bitch about it. Okay. So I took a picture of it and I didn't just take a picture so that you could see it. I took a picture because I'm walking over to where he's sitting and I'm going to show him. This is the moment of truth. Like I said, I wanted to scream at him and beat the shit out of him and throw him in the street. I took a deep breath. I took a picture. And I go, Kevy. Yeah. I go, buddy. And as I'm walking towards him with the picture, I go, um, uh, I go, you know, I love you. But this is what the cabinet looks like after you get done making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And I hold the picture up to him. And his reaction immediately disarmed me. And I did I felt bad. He doesn't know. He goes, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. He was shocked. I go, um, yeah, I go, no biggie, man. And I immediately cracked up. He goes, I can't believe that. I go, yeah, um, don't worry, man. I got clean. I got it. <laughs> so, uh, went back, uh, uh, wiped it up. And then that was it. Kate says, leave the cleaning wipes on the counter. You have to train him to use them every time. I've told him. I've, I've Before showing him this, I have said, Kevin, you're not looking at your hands. You have peanut butter on them, and then you touch everything. You need to look and wipe things down. And this was the last time this happened. And he goes, 
Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. No, he usually gets annoyed when I tell him to do shit like, okay. Sounds like that. But giving him the proof now, this is part of, it's gotten better. I mean, there was the time when he used to fire off the bush slash ham's beer shit howitzer into the toilet and then would not lift the lid to see how much damage he did on the underside of it with the shit freckles dripping down. That does not happen anymore. I have, I have, uh, I have fixed that. And he does wipe a lot of things when he gets done using them. It's just, it's better. It's just still horrible. Dirk says, how wasteful. You should keep an old jar and scoop all of the leavings back up into it and label it Kevin's peanut butter or Kevin's jiffy. <laughs> oh, Kenny says, how did he not know? I don't know, guys. I do not know. It is a fucking mystery. And then if there's that much on his hand, you know, then he's, Where does that, the, the leftover that's not on the cabinet, still on his hands, wind up probably on his pants or on my furniture. I don't know. The dog licks it. I, fuck me. I could not wait to get in here and tell you that story. In fact, it happened yesterday between the free podcast and the uh, Patreon. But I, I had to be able to do some type of show and tell, which Patreon, uh, YouTube, which is what connects to Patreon, doesn't allow me that. Uh, ability to show you. Whew. Uh, Kate says he can see. He watches TV all dang day. Oh my God. Uh, you know, this This is, um, you know, how you hear about people say, yeah, the only exercise so-and-so gets is when he goes from the couch to the, uh, to the fridge. It, yes, that is quite literally what we have here. And again, if he... Um, took care of himself he'd probably be a world-class athlete because of uh how his teeth are not falling out of his head he has no infectious disease whatsoever um he has no uh okay no problems with any type of uh pre-cancer or, or mouth cancer his teeth are not falling out he and uh his cholesterol is in check his heart and lungs are all great everything is fine with this guy does not brush his teeth, chews every day, tons of, uh, smokeless tobacco, uh, chew, you know, like the stuff, the, the, the tin, like a whole tin every day. <laughs> so all he does is sits, watches TV, eats like shit, uh, chews tobacco and drinks beer all day, every day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Perfect health. Explain that to me. All right, that's enough beating Kevin up. There's more. I could I could do a whole show on the nastiness of my sweet brother-in-law. But there's plenty more to get to today. The open. You can tell I just got, okay, I'm done. Now I can get like I normally do. I can get louder. I like being loud, but I also like being subdued too. I've got to get more of a blend of that, you know? Uh... A reminder for you that after this show, there's more show. Okay, the Patreon. What the hell is that, Eric Zane? Well, it's just like this, except you pay for it. Uh, no sponsors in that. It is powered by dollars from audience members. So if you like my show and you want more of it, 
uh, throw me a few bucks a month. It's $5 a month for all of the audio and the archive. Any new audio and the audio archive. It's 10 bucks a month for the audio, the video, and the live streams. You can find it at patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Uh, that is a P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Eric Zane. Eric Zane is all one word. I will link it up for you. I have a, a number of different shows on there. I've got the daily Patreon bonus podcast, which is what I was describing to you. The Insane Asylum, my two-hour music-driven radio show on Northern Michigan's Q100. The Lost Zane Recordings, which is my old radio shows from back in the day on WBBL. Uh, those are three hours each. Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia, which you can play for cash. All right. And uh, not to mention the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Each and every week, 15 hours of uh, content. Patriot Nick says, if you're feeling generous, you could always customize your payment. That is very sweet of you. Sure, you can give me whatever you want. I'll take it. I'll spend your money. Uh, there's been some discussion about when I'm on Twitch. Eric, are you going to have bits? I'm learning what bits are. There's a little cup, a little jar. Uh, well, it's glass, actually. It's a tip jar. Tip glass on the screen on Twitch. And you, the consumer, if you want, I guess, I guess you pay money and you get like a certain number of these bits and a certain number of bits equal $1. So if I make you laugh or do something that is uh, uh, going above and beyond, I guess, you drop a few bits in the jar. I, I guess that's a thing. I'd never heard of that, but uh, that's that's kind of like... Um, one of the things that uh, that Twitch does this isn't the reason why that is not the reason why I got on it, but it is kind of a kind of a neat thing, I guess. All right, uh, where was I? Patreon. Bits are basically a tip. Think of it. Think like a bit as ten cents. Oh, thank you, Corey. Corey knows things about this newfangled tech. It's been around forever. I'm an old man in a young people's world. I'll tell you that right now. Somebody on, um, there was a troll on, uh, on Twitch yesterday who was just being an asshole because people discover the channel on their own. And then here we are. We're just kind of chit chatting away on Twitch, getting used to the thing yesterday. And somebody goes, I'm going to deplatform this guy. Fuck him. And so, and everybody ignored him. Good. That's what you need to do. If you ever get a troll in this group right now, you and me live, I know everybody in this room right now, personally. Uh, but if you get a new one, that's going to happen on Twitch. Someone's going, I'm getting this guy deep platform. Just let him go. Corey says, it's like super chat on YouTube, which you could have had people send you here this entire time. Eh, I don't know. Adam says, I was going to report the guy, but I didn't want the eye of Twitch looking at you already. Oh, yeah. Good call. Hold on a second here. Let me call Adam here. Not Adam Knapp. 
This happened last time. Yo. Adam Deggy. What's up? I think I forgot to send you the link. Uh, <laughs> uh, Adam.deggy, yes? Yes, sir. All right, I'm going to send it in one second. <laughs> Poor Adam. He's like, wait a second. You told me I was going to be on the show. What happened? Okay, hang on. Adam. Dot Deggy. I suck. Sorry, buddy. Okay. Before I bring Adam in, he's got a, uh, a special going on this weekend. He's doing some great, doing stand-up work, headlining one of his favorite haunts, and I want to talk to him about it. Um, thank you, as always, to the sponsors. The live stream and the open of this show today brought to you by, first of all, Sarah Honda Granville, and that's S-E-R-R-A, Sarah Honda Granville. Spell it out online, sarahondagranville.com, if you want to go check out inventory of what they have. Have you heard about this uh, issue about new cars? Oh, my God, there's no chips, which is just remarkable to me, you know? There's no chips. The cars can't move. You can still get a new car. It might take a little bit more finessing, but Sarah Honda Granville is where you want to go if you're looking for a new, a certified pre-owned, or a used car. All on one lot. If you're a shopping person type of guy or girl, that's cool. Go there. You eat the popcorn. You get the cup of coffee. You see Thad Bond. You see Cameron. And say, hey, uh, and they come out, hey, can I have it with anything? Yeah, I'm just looking. Uh, Eric Zane sent me. He told me to tell you to stay away. All right, I'm ready for you. Buy the car. Mention me, please. They're a great dealership. You see them everywhere, supporting a lot of uh, local uh, mom and pop organizations. You know, the Sarah Honda Granville is always the one supporting the Little League and the Fun Run and the parade. They got a car in the parade. Cars provided by Sarah Honda Granville. Thank you to them. Specifically in West Michigan, if you are on Kenowa, right by 44th Street, next to the Cracker Barrel, across the street from the car wash, you can't miss it. If you're driving by on the other side on 196, you see the car stacker, sarahondagranville.com. While I'm at it, uh, it's been a great week uh, for Frank the Tank Fuss at My Policy Shop Insurance. Frank is a licensed independent insurance broker. And uh, you still have time to reach out to him if you or someone you love takes uh, takes advantage of the Medicare system. Hey, if you think, okay, yeah, I just uh, renew it every year. It's fine. It's uh, Have him take a look at what you have in Medicare or someone you love uh, has in Medicare. Because like me, not me, my brother-in-law, the NFK, the peanut butter falcon, um, he saved him within five minutes uh, more than $1,600 a year. Okay, and the advice he gave about the upcoming laminectomy surgery for the NFK, he goes, oh, yeah, you do not want to do that in December, Eric Zane. You want to do that in January when the new policy kicks in that I am telling you that he needs to take advantage of because you won't have that massive deductible uh, that I see you will encounter. So uh, good thing you reached out. My point is uh, anybody in your life in uh, to uh, take advantage of Medicare or even buying insurance in the marketplace 
you're like me, a 1099 employee um, or self-employed, you buy insurance through uh, healthcare.gov. You need Frank. Oh, my God. 616-914-4070. Reach out to him. Call or text 616-914-4070. Meet with him in person so you can look at his huge guns uh, inside of that uh, orange shirt that he always wears. MyPolicyShop.com. You can also fill out the form at BuyInsuranceHere.com. Okay? That's how it works. His... Uh, He's sitting there waiting right now. It looks like his is his head. Or no, his head is turned. It is uh, the almighty Adam Deggy who's making final notes about his a big appearance on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Hi, Adam. Hi. Uh, I you, always I yeah. got to be prepared. Yeah, I know. I understand that. I understand that. I, I was just going over the sponsors. I was like, I wonder if he uh, if he's paying extra attention. Uh, I see you. If, uh, if you're just listening to the audio podcast, he's got a Detroit Pistons hat on and a Michigan Wolverines hoodie. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready, a, for, I'm ready for the weekend. The, the Pistons don't look great. Has, um, has the kid played, uh, Cade Cunningham? He has not. No, I'm going to the game next Tuesday. They play the, the reigning champions, the, the box. And I'm, I'm hoping he's ready for that one, but not yet. No. What happened to him? What type twisted, of injury? He, he twisted his ankle, real bad sprain. I like him, by the way. I don't know a thing about him. All I know is that when he was drafted, he just seemed really cool. Yeah, well, he, he I, I think, embraced the city of Detroit right away, and he wants to be there. Uh, or at least that's what he says. We'll, we'll see when they're uh you know when they're six and 47 later this year we'll see if he still wants to be in detroit but for now we'll take it have you followed the story locally here you and i live in west michigan and we'll talk all about what you got coming up i can't wait to get into that but the detroit pistons a few years ago they have a g league team which is kind of like your minor league team where the players develop Yep, and uh, they were here in West Michigan. They're called. In fact, I'm wearing a, a old bit of their gear, Grand Rapids Drive. Yes. Well, sir. the Pistons said, "Okay, uh, yeah, we're we're gonna need you to move to Detroit." And yeah. the t- the team, you know, they got a lot of people that work around here. It's a local ownership group, and they said, "Nah, no thanks. We don't want to do that." And the Pistons said, "Well, fuck you. We're pulling the affiliation. We're gonna make our own team." And they said, well, okay, you do what you got to do. So they did. And they have the G League team right in Detroit. They play at a facility they built specifically for them. They're called the Motor City, I don't know, Motor City something. I thought it was still the drive, but I I don't know. uh, It's something automotive. Uh, Right. It it might be. Um, the, the, The what was the drive or what were the drive, they end up getting hooked up with the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, the, the, what is it, the gold? Yes, the yeah. Grand Rapids gold. So the Nuggets yep. are a superior team to the Pistons. Yeah. So fuck the Pistons <laughs> and uh, let's go Nuggets. Yeah, we've got the Nuggets affiliate now. It It's uh it's cool that there's still something in town. I, I hope that they'll be involved with like the uh, the charity basketball game that we used to. Oh, they will. It's the a, festival, it, so. Yeah, it's a great group of people that are over there. And they, they are officially known as the Motor City Cruise. Oh, the cruise. Oh, yes. God. It's, it reminds <laughs> me of the thing they do on 28th Street, barf. 
You don't you don't like the 28th Street cruise? No, because I live right off 28th Street. And when that when that's happening, I just have to avoid the entire area. It's it's a me thing. It's just very inconvenient for me. You got all these boomers out there looking at cars that don't even run. Dude, that is a uh, haven for comedy. You with a microphone and a camera there could have a Fucking uh, you know, God bless day. those people. It was this past year, it had to be like 95 degrees and people were out there in their lawn chairs just waiting, just in, <laughs> in jean shorts and tank tops, just waiting for their favorite car to, to drive by. It's, I mean, that's, I've, I've never been a car guy, mostly because I'm poor and I can't afford, uh, you know, nice cars, yep. let alone old school classic cars, but uh, yeah, to each their own. Uh, Adam, you and I and the world famous Matt Loria are yes. trip, we are triple threading a private in, uh, engagement very mm-hmm. soon in the month of December. Yep. Um, we so, some folks reached out and uh, have, uh, I'll be emceeing and handing it off to Matt and then handing it off to you. I am stoked about this. I'm super stoked too. And if there's one thing people know about me is that I'm, I'm a very, I'm a squeaky clean, family friendly corporate Ah. comedy guy. So it's, um, Uh. it should be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm very capable. I, I haven't done uh, a ton of like corporate shows in in the past, but enough. Okay. Full. And I haven't really pursued doing more, if I'm being honest. I, I probably should because they usually well, pay better than they, they do. the club stuff. So, And it's uh, fun. I think people, uh, I mean, it's a different setting, but people appreciate it and they, they have fun just like any other comedy shows. They're so. going to do, it's, we're going to do great. And I am really encouraging heavy drinking. So I'll, cause I'm talking, I'm talking to the, one of the main people behind us. Like you got to make sure they drink heavily beforehand. So yes, please. The, the jokes get funnier when they're drunk. Absolutely. Um, all right. Now, um, you have a big engagement coming up. Uh, is it starting tonight? It is. It is starting tonight. You got a full weekend. At, would you call this your home club, Dr. Grins? Oh, it is It is more than than just my home club. I, I was just thinking about it sitting here kind of, uh, I was kind of looking back. I, I almost got emotional for a minute. And 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 then I'm like, you got to get on with Zane. You got to pull pull your shit together. He's a, he's a toxic white male. He'll make fun of you to get emotional. Oh, fuck. Yes, I am quite toxic. I'll have um, to admit that. Thank no, you. I appreciate I, that. So, Zane, I years and years ago, I won't even say how many years because it's almost embarrassing how long I've been doing comedy at this point. But I worked at the Bob where Dr. Grin's The Comedy Club is located in like banquets. They, it was their their uh, like catering department. I, they're still around, but. We'd set up for weddings and private parties and functions and whatnot. And um, at the time, there was a different host at the at the club, called himself Billy Grin. I believe. I remember the, Billy. I, yeah, I, I love he him. Was the husband of the manager at the time, really nice guy. But they almost couldn't get comics to do the open mic. Like they had to ask people. So I'd get off work. I'd still have my chef jacket on. I'd, I had to wear a chef jacket for I don't even know why because I didn't I didn't cook anything, but. Right. Get off work and they'd say, you know, 
hey, do you want to do the open mic? Because they knew I was a comic, an aspiring comic. The reason I started working at the Bob was the comedy club was in the building, and I wanted to right. pursue that in life. So he'd ask me, and I'd do the open mic. This was so long ago. And then I started doing mics and got my first paid gig at the Bob. And I didn't go to college, so I, I never had that second group of friends after high school. So all of the friends I met were from jobs or from a hobby or something I did, and that was comedy. And I still have friends to this day. One of my best friends who was in my wedding I met at the comedy club, another friend who's now my one of my brother's best friends, he met through me, I met at the comedy club. I met my wife. I met my wife after a show at Dr. Grin's. Yeah. You know, and, and that's and I and I and I know your better half. She's one of the sweetest people on the planet. She yeah, was she was uh, smitten with you, wasn't she? She's she's way too good for me. Well, I, I think that I was wearing tight fitting pants. I don't know that she was that into my jokes, but she she could definitely tell that I had a hog. <laughs> and um, yeah, I met her after a show there. And I mean, I recorded my first album. There's so many so many great memories. Um, yeah, at that place. So it's it, it means a ton that I'm headlining it for the first time, and it's been a, it's been a rough couple of years for for the Deggies. So it's it's exciting, and uh, I can't wait. One show tonight, two shows tomorrow. There's unfortunately no show Saturday because there's stupid Halloween party. Oh, but, that's uh, right. That uh, the building wide. Yes. Yeah, when I was working at the same place with your wife, Cumulus Broadcasting, mm -hmm. they uh, they were real big on the fucking Halloween party, and I'll never sure, forget it. I'm sure they were. They were like, okay, uh, everybody has to go help decorate the Bob. So it, this was one of those moments when I realized that my radio career was over, where I'm, I'm in the basement of the Bob dressed like the fucking Headless Horseman, uh, uh, putting <laughs> putting up orange and black streamers in a corner of the room, and everyone's like, yeah, "Hurry up, get to work!" I'm like, "Ah, oh, fuck, this is over. It's over." Yeah, they loved that party. I tell you what, they weren't real big on ratings. Ew! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, well, we can all make those jokes now. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I guess technically they can sue me, but fuck them. What are they going to sue me for? hard. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, tonight at eight o'clock tomorrow, eight and 10 30, a lot of my, uh, family and friends will be there. My mother. And then a lot of people I've never met who just enjoy comedy. There's, there's still comics, um, that are in town. I started with most of them quit. Um, but, uh, there's a lot of regulars that have been coming to grins for over a decade that I, I would hope will, will be there. So it, it's, uh, it's cool, man. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that's. I mean, when you uh, when you look at uh, at the survival of the fittest, you're like, oh my god, I I'm kind of like uh, from this crew, one of, one of the last men standing. Yeah. I mean, that uh, uh, good or bad doesn't matter. It's still it's still quite a thing to look at. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still I'm slugging sure it out. You, there's got to be people you started uh, in radio with that you know. Definitely don't do radio anymore. Well, yeah, probably die. I mean, well, hell, I'm one of them. Yeah, I am yeah. old, and I am one of them. And I, for the longest time, when I was still working in the industry, I did do that. I took a look at all these people. And said, oh my god, I can't believe they're out of the business. I can't believe they're out of the business. Now I'm out of the business. Been out of the yeah. business for quite some time, but whatever. That's just how it happens, man. Yeah. Um, 
Okay. So, all right. That's all. That's all fantastic. It's just shocking to me that you've headlined Mark Ridley's in Detroit twice yeah. before. And you've, you've never had, this is the first time you've ever headlined and, Dr. Uh, Grins and the showcase in uh, Ann Arbor, basically every club in the state, uh, as well as other clubs around the country. Listen, when you're the local guy, you know, there's, there's, uh, there's always a lack of respect, which I, I understand, but um, yeah, it should have happened a long time ago. And we'll, the bookers may be there tonight. I'll take it up with them face to face. We'll have words. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. <laughs> when I mean, when I say words, I mean, I'll, I'll, he'll pull me in the coat closet and make me suck his dick. Probably. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. You, you got to do what you got to do. Zane. This is show business. Holy shit. Have you, um, what, that, that, that kind of reminds me, you know, um, we're, we're joking, but, uh, can you tell me, did you, have you ever had a moment where you're like, fuck, I can't believe I'm doing this to try to further my career, that type of, you know, um, maybe you it know, was a show that was weird or a real long travel to, to get to where you needed to be. Uh, well, this podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. This fucking podcast. Oh, fuck me. No, um, you know what? I, I, I'm sure I've done shows that I shouldn't have done. You know, I, I, I've, I've driven, I probably did gigs where I drove eight hours and didn't get paid. And it was like, what am I doing this for? Um, uh, yeah, but I never really like, I've never like been the guy who would reach out to another comic and beg him to let me open for him or I don't know. I've I've never been super aggressive doing that kind of thing, uh, but I, I'm sure I'm sure I've done some things that I, God, looking back, I, I'm embarrassed right. by. You kind of have to have a really short memory. Um, yeah, you know whether good or bad, because if you if something fantastic happens and you dwell on it, you know that's probably not the best thing in the world. But uh, if mm -hmm. you if if you can forget the. Uh, everything and just concentrate on, okay, the next, the next thing I'm doing, the next uh, special that I'm writing, whatever it may be, isn't that, that would probably help you. I think that's true in any industry. hundred percent. And I will admit, I do a lot of shameless plugs like this one. I'm selling my new album, <laughs> Limp Notes at Dr. Grins tonight and tomorrow, as well as in Traverse city at the comedy club Saturday. But most importantly, tonight and tomorrow, Dr. Grins, it's called Limp Nodes. Uh, I've got download cards, nice big ones. If you're not familiar with download cards, I know a lot of, a lot of your listeners uh, were around during Prohibition. <laughs> Is there a spot online? I can link it up right now. You, uh, no, uh, if, well, if you go to ontourrecords.com, you may be able to find it. I haven't been on there yet, but folks, here's what you do. You take the card. And you look at the code on the back and you put that into your smartphone or uh -huh. iPad or computer, whatever device you have on the internet. Right. You just put the code in the website and it'll download the album for you and you'll, you'll have the album. So I'm going to be selling these at uh, Dr. Grin's tonight and tomorrow. It's, it's, we're in a gray area of like technology as far as albums because CD, CDs are too old, right? Right. Yeah. Nobody wants CDs half. Half the people's cars don't even have CD players in them. Right. But then these download cards are kind of too new where people are looking at them like, what the what the hell is this? Like they want something tangible or something physical they can hold and yeah. that'll actually play the music. So I don't know. It's a it, it's it's a weird area. I'm not 
sure what I, like I should it. be doing. I think that that's a trying. good thing. I think that's a really good idea, actually, yeah. because um, basically they're only going to have that, uh, uh, what you had in your hand for a handful of seconds before they throw yes. it away as soon as they get it. But still, once you have something, I right. think that that's, that's not a bad place to be at all. I, I actually like that a lot. And then uh, the first of the the first of the month, November first, it'll be on pre-sale, which then it'll be available, uh, I, I believe, on the website just to purchase without a card. And then the twelfth of November, it's available everywhere, so it'll be on iTunes and Amazon and Google Play and uh, you know Spotify. Right, but that's not you can is listen. that but that's not for free, right? Uh, not on iTunes. Now, I think you can technically listen to it on Spotify for free, but just don't do it. Don't yeah, be a good no. person. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, Spotify, I, my God, people get raped. You hear about what artists make oh, uh, and it's jack a shit. shit. It's absolutely horrible. How? Well, I always ask the question, well, why do you put your, well, why do people put their shit on there? You know, somebody was just asking me about this. Now, now for a guy like me who, who nobody knows. I mean, I'm a nobody. Let's be honest. I mean, oh I, me too. I, um, so I just want the most people to listen to my comedy as possible. It's all about exposure for me. I, I know I'm not going to make any money on this thing, you know? <laughs> um, I mean, if I, if, if I was any level of success, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't be doing this podcast right now. <laughs> it's true. It's so, absolutely I mean, I, true. No, I'd come back. I'd come back, you know. Well, well we're pals. We're once pals. I'm once I'm famous for robbing a bank or something, Zane, I'll, I'll come back. And okay, I appreciate that. I appreciate but, that. But, um, yeah, it's. I just want the most people to listen to my comedy as possible. I, I just want people to think I'm funny. That's, that's all it is. So I, I guess it, it is probably is stupid, but I don't know. What is, is that? Uh, I'll also be on Sirius XM, and I'll, you get, you know, money from that and stuff, so. Okay. Excellent. Wherever they can play it, I'll let them. Let me ask you this, Adam Taggy. Um, the Chappelle's been in the news. Uh, what, what, well, how, how do you uh, look at Dave Chappelle? What is your opinion of Dave Chappelle? You know, I mean, he's obviously a, a, a legend. He's top three, if not top two, or the, the number one guy of all time. I mean, he's, yeah. you can't really argue that. I know comedy is subjective, but I mean, just just the numbers will tell you um that he but, is uh, but. A, a great um and I'll, I'll just i'm ashamed to say I'll, I'll be honest with you i haven't watched the last I, i've heard so much about it i just haven't watched it because okay. I, mean, I, I feel like i've i feel like i've heard enough about it i don't need to but no. i absolutely will as a fan of comedy and i think he's funny but i i can also say that just from what i've heard uh the guy is obviously so successful um he's running out of things to talk about. And I, I think he, I think he's having a hard time being relatable as anybody would when you're making $50 million for a special or whatever he's getting paid. Right. Um, you know, and it, it obviously that community is sensitive to the things he's saying, because I, I mean, they're going through those experiences and, and he can't say he has, so it's different. I, I think his beef is that, you know, it's easier to be racist than it is to, you know, make fun of trans people or whatever, uh, which is shitty. It, um, but having said that, like people are coming to his defense, like, like he's having his cars declined because he made fun of trans people. Like he, he's going to be okay. You know, <laughs> we don't need to start the guy at GoFundMe. No, that's, I'm, that's absolutely true. I'm seeing people 
post things like I stand with Chappelle. Like, why don't we stand with people? That's who me. That's don't me. Have any money. Yeah, I'm the guy. It. I'm the guy. Here's under, the thing. Though. I, I understand both no. sides, but he's going to be fine. He is going to be fine. I think what it boils down to is, is the, in my opinion, the blatant misunderstanding. And you, and I, it's, you're, you're kind of taking your, you've kind of taken yourself out of it because you got to watch the closer. Right. So There's, I can't, the, I can't you, you have to. too much because I haven't watched it. First of all, it's very good. Second of all, uh, well, I, I, I don't want to say anything to spoil it, but um, uh, I, I should have started this with, have you seen the closer? And then when you said no, I would have said, oh, okay, never mind. But <laughs> <laughs> No, we can still discuss it because, I, well, I mean, this I, I have watched specials he's done in the past that people were up in our right, about, right. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, he's doing it on purpose, obviously. He, he wants the, he, I, I think he wants the backlash. I mean, because it's, all publicity is good publicity. I mean, the, the guy's not going to get canceled. He's well, going to be fine. Well, funny you mention that because, well, he... Um, Even he if, made, what, what would it mean if Chappelle got canceled? He just didn't get another Netflix well, special for a year or two? No, he's got, he is going to be able to be on Netflix. There's no question. But what he did was he made a documentary, and he mm -hmm. was invited to all these film festivals, like big mm -hmm. ones. And then after the closer came out, they said, ah, don't come. Oh, oof. So that has dried up for him. So it's all right. There. You, you'll you find it if you get the time. Oh, I'll, um, I'll have the time. I'll watch it this afternoon. Now I got to know. Yeah, you got to watch the closer. And then there's a uh, message he posted on Instagram about what I just mentioned. So Okay. Um, Michigan, Michigan State is this weekend. That is the game. Obviously, you're rooting for Michigan. It would if they if Michigan wins, I don't think they've beaten anybody in the top 25 on the road since Jim Harbaugh started well, as. You know, I, I, I'm kind of out of the loop. I, I don't watch nearly as much college football as I used to just because Michigan has been irrelevant for almost two decades. Right. Up. But, and my wife doesn't know yet, but I, um, I put about 15 K on the game Saturday. <laughs> so if they lose, we might lose the house. Okay. Very good. Well, go, well, then I need him to win. No, you're right. Yes. I can't remember the last time they were both undefeated when they played. I know or, it's or fantastic. In the top 10. So it's a huge game, but. Man, I'm. I, if they lose, you know, I will not be shocked at right all. Right on. For your sake, go blue. For yeah. your sake, go blue. Yes. All absolutely. right, Adam. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Doctor Grins. Again, if you want tickets, uh, right there. Click. Go see. Get your tickets. Bring your family. Bring if your friends. For some reason, you're weird about buying tickets online. You can get them at the door. It would mean the world to me if you were there. I know a lot of you uh, agree with me and all of my opinions. So please. Yes. I, I will say that all the hug. times, all the times we have gotten into vaccine fights on my Facebook page. I'm so happy that all of those people have seen the light and have not fought back and realized that Adam and I are right. <laughs> oh, if there's one thing I can say is I've all, I've got a hundred percent success rate changing people's minds on social media. Did you, did you see, God, every time there's something wonky, it's usually Adam and I, thick as thieves, slugging it out. And sometimes Stu will check in from the back of the room. Oh, my God. Yeah, good times. It's really All a waste right. of time. But All I right, love buddy. everybody. I'll see you there. Okay, Adam, thank you. I appreciate you, man. There Take you go. Easy. Likewise, there you go. Adam freaking Deggy appearing at Dr. Grin's this weekend. Okay. The cavalcade of stars uh, on the Eric Zane Show podcast, never ending. My goodness.
Thank you, thank you, thank you, Adam Deggy. Let me help your business. See all these sponsors behind me? I want you to be in that mix. If you have a business and you want me to talk about your business, send me an email. I'd love to hear from you, and I'll tell you how it works. Eric at ericzanecho.com. The likes of which include Blue Frost IT, 616-285-50. If you have a business, small, medium, even large, reach out to Blue Frost IT. They can help you if you're upgrading your tech. If you run the business and all your employees think you're a dick because the shit is busted all the time, it's slow, it's got viruses in it, uh, it, it don't open this from me. It's somebody hacked me. It's because your shit sucks, okay? You need an upgrade. Reach out to Blue Frost IT, 616-200-8550 or online at bluefrostit.com. You can also drop them an email, info at bluefrostit.com, okay? Uh, not only can they get your workplace uh, up to speed in a uh, technological sense, they can be the managed IT service provider, for that business. What is that? That's a little different. That means they're kind of like on call. When things go crazy, uh, you reach out to them. They remote in. They fix the problem if they can. If not, drive over to physically where you are and, okay, let me fix this. That beats having to unplug all your stuff and take it to Best Buy, for God's sake. I utilize that feature. I pay them each month to be my IT department. You should, too, as a safety net. It's an insurance policy for the things that make your business earn money, okay? The tech. Blue Frost IT, number one in West Michigan. Dumpster divers. Hey, Eric Zane. Hey, I got this dumpy here. I'm dropping it off, man. Hey, and I got the coffee. I got the coffee here from Panera. Yeah, I'm ready to go, Eric Zane. Don't do zipper merge. 616-375-9962. Have a dumpy dropped off. From dumpster divers. Call or text right now. Emilio, not Black Emilio, or Kyle. 616-375-9962. Uh, Dumpy can get dropped off, but at this time of the year is a lot of like demolition work. So you get like a contractor says, hey man, uh, we're redoing this house. We want you two knuckleheads to uh, get rid of all the drywall. Rip it down to the studs. We're doing a whole redo on this old house. They're demo experts. They do that. Okay. But just show up with the dumpy, rip it all out, man. It's great. It's a great gig. And then uh, also junk removal. Throw all your shit in the driveway. Have these two jerks show up and pick it all up. 616-375-9962. For my friends at Dumpster Divers. Well, hello. Did you just call us jerks? I was on the phone real quick. Did you just say we we're jerks? I did. I said, have these jerks come pick up your stuff. Well, I'm all right with it, actually. It doesn't really I, matter. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I say that with love. I mean, uh, that is the um, that is the Kim DeCraker endorsement is what that is. <laughs> you, mean like, you mean like calling us jerks a la Steve Martin in The Jerk? In the, Maybe, movie. maybe that's a great old reference. I'm surprised you know that reference. You're a pretty yes, young guy. Thing, man. I'm an old soul, dude. I'm like secretly about 52. Um, yeah, no, my I watched all that crap with my dad when I was younger. So I I know like a lot of older stuff. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. How, hey, how are the folks doing, man? Everybody, everything good in your world? <clears throat> 
Uh, everything's good in my world. I don't know what happened right there. <laughs> everything's good in my world. Uh, little, little Jameson's sick right now. He's got he's got like his first cold of all time. Uh, so wow. you know he's having a rough time, which translates to you know the parents having a rough time. But I mean, oh, yeah. he's got to get sick at some point so he can not get sick later. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I certainly understand that. So is it kind of like uh, uh, the kid wakes up and is upset every half hour on the overnight? Oh, yeah. he's uh, Well, he's pretty chill, like normally. So yeah. his upset is like not too crazy. Um, yeah. But he's got the cough right now. So after he coughs for a little bit, then he gets real fucking pissed that his throat hurts. So oh, then yeah. He, then he'll get like a little, you know, a little uppity. Um, but yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Is it J A M I S O N? No, we spelled it like the booze. How, how's the booze spell it? With an E. <laughs> I don't drink the booze. Ben drinks the booze. Uh, okay. Well, I'm sorry that he's under the weather, man. It always yeah, sucks. It's cool. It's cool. Never, did, do they give kids a uh, virus uh, vaccine for rotavirus? I think they do. Have you ever heard of rotavirus? Um, I feel like I have, and I think they oh. do. I think they do. Okay. My kid caught that at, uh, he was like one, one and a half, maybe two. And dude, oh, like, look at Joel. Hold on. Look at the cat. Who, what the hell is that cat's name again? Uh, oh, I don't know. This one is, this one's the fat one. It, you this is you don't you, know the cat's name? No. Again, these are Emilio's cats. So I just, oh! call them, <laughs> I just call them kitty. So they're all kitty to me. That is great. That is so cool. I love cats so much, man. I can't figure out what I love more. It's, it's whoever's in front of me to get pet is who I yeah. love more. Yeah, uh, yeah. Back to rotavirus. Yeah, this I, Oh boy, this is uh this is a rough one. And here's why it's so bad. Cause okay. If, if the doc ever says, I suspect rotavirus, um, my first uh, child that had it, Jim, he got dehydrated and that is the problem. So then you take the kid to the hospital. They got to get fluid in the kid. You got to make sure you keep fluid in the kid for any illness, not just rotavirus. For sure. So the problem is the kid, um, little guy, he was so dehydrated, they had difficulty getting the needle into the into the spot where they need to get it, the IV in. And he's very young. So, this sounds terrible. And, uh, <laughs> and so imagine a little kid, one pick is bad enough, but they're like, oh, I can't find it. Another one, oh, another one, oh. And that poor guy, oh, it was so terrible. And uh, so then when Jackie got it, the next kid to get it uh, later in life, a year or two later, I had to every 10 minutes, a half teaspoon of water, water, like into a measure. Because if you do too much, they puke. So Weird. imagine I'm sitting there with a stopwatch for hours. I had to take a day, days off work just to sit there and feed her water through a, a, a fucking measuring cup. Air time for your water, but it worked. It kept her from being dehydrated. That's nice. I don't know. That's uh, that's my old parenting uh, <laughs> mojo. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm hoping that. Here's what I really hope he doesn't get it, because um, this teacher I had in high school, um, he would always call me because my last name's Tiller. He'd always call me Roto Tiller all the time, and I fucking hated it because that's like <laughs> the worst. That's like the worst nickname there is. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, so hopefully he doesn't get it just off of my hatred of the word Roto. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough, Science, Kyle. Dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um, hey, did you go through the dumpster that I, uh, half filled up? 
Um, no. I I looked at it uh, when I popped up on top to see yeah. if I had the target, which I did. Um, but I, I, what was in there? Nothing. It was all shit. There was one yeah. TV that still worked, but it was it was kind of busted because you can't hang it on an arm. But, uh, I mean, there is nothing better than the feeling of opening that fucking thing up and just get out of my house. Get out of my house. Yeah, hey, if anybody anybody wondered about the grade-A service that we give, Eric Zane, I pull up and he goes, yeah, you got to help me load this thing up a little bit. So we went and got a Christmas tree out of this house. This Christmas tree is about 400 pounds, by the way, but we got that sucker out there. So, hey, great A service coming. Thank from, you. From yes, I forgot to mention that. You absolutely did do that, and uh, that is that is sweet. I noticed on your nick on your name tag there, it says Ballsy Vin. What is Ballsy Vin all about, Kyle? So, um, that's what I call balsamic vinaigrette dressing, um, but I realized I don't know how to spell vinaigrette, so I just went with Ballsy Vin. <laughs> Okay, that now that doesn't surprise me at all. You changing the name of something from balsamic vinaigrette or balsamic uh, vinegar to ballsy vin. That yeah. sounds about accurate. Considering you, uh, the other day, last week, you referred to a concert as a, quote, cons. <laughs> Felt good, too. <laughs> um, you know, the funny thing is, uh, ballsy vin... What what is this reminding me of? Oh, it's reminding me of you know how like um bunch of dudes will get together and then uh it doesn't matter like what the timeline is, at some point the dudes will start replacing uh they'll put the word bro into other words, you know what I mean? Like the yeah. you know, like sure. all that kind of crap. Um I won that that competition one time when I was at two men, um, because I don't really care about offending people and I don't really care about nothing a lot of times. Um so I my if you want to win, you just say the the best one is you say cerebral brosy, and um, people <laughs> lose their freaking mind. Number one, they yeah, like that. They think it's funny, but then they go, "Wait, did you actually just you just say that?" that no, that's good. Is the winner, dude. I love it. I I think that's a winner. If I, I I need to work that in at some point, you know, the thing is though, uh, working it in after you say it like that would probably be a little weird. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, Which, by the way, um. Look at it, dude. Panera Bread, dude. They, yeah, I, uh, I see that. They hired this lady, and now they're back open at 7, dude. Okay, good for you. So, just uh, here's one, man. So, um, I got called out recently by a former friend slash former audience member who um, you are part of his problem. <clears throat> um, There's a lot to unpack see. here. So, former friend, meaning you don't like this person no more or what? <laughs> Correct. Correct. Um, he had become, he was a super big ally. I mean, remarkable ally. Um, very helpful, sending me all sorts of things that I could possibly talk about. Uh, just a very friendly drive. Uh, come to my, uh, support my sponsors, drive over here to uh, uh, come to a party when we had a party at Pepino's downtown. I mean, just uh, everything was good about it. And then out of the blue, he was like, oh, I, I have to tell you, I am beyond sick of this show. And here's some harsh criticism. And I was like, well, wait, a minute, I, I, what the, what, what, where, where did this all come from? And uh, well, so without getting into uh, all of that again, part of his critique was um, there used to be coverage of multiple stories on various topics with hilarious, just thought out viewpoints. Now we get a story, one story from the news. 
uh, Brady Bunch happenings in your household and a pothead who is not interesting. And, <laughs> I, and I, was, I think that was the biggest insult of all of that um, to, to uh, a, a slight you uh, like that, Kyle. Your thoughts on that type of uh, a drubbing. I mean, I'm chill about it. You know what I mean? Like, doesn't it doesn't affect me none? You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. I, I was. It affects I me. I wanted to kick his ass. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm chill about it. I mean, I don't know if if people think I'm not interesting. I mean, like, okay, I'm just you know, I'm chill. Well, look, the only thing that matters is the only person who needs to think you're interesting is one person, and that's the one you're looking at. So. Right. <laughs> Welcome to the fucking party. <laughs> um, what's the, What's this dude's name so I can hunt him down? No, I'm his just name is. Ah, uh, that's right. I, I I should probably avoid it. But uh, anyway, yeah. I just want I just want to throw that out there. I I love you. Fuck him. You don't need anybody. <laughs> uh, we, we we if if you don't like it, fucking shut the thing down for a handful of minutes and come back when it's all over. It'll all be over soon enough. You'll be fine. <laughs> Um, so is there anything burning on your brain since the last time we talked, Kyle, that you would uh, like to address in the show? So I got, I got some stuff. Um, by the way, um, I've, we got to figure out, uh, look at your schedule right now and tell me, uh, what lion's game works for you. Cause I'm, I'm starting to, I've been trickling out there trying to find like a, I like that idea of going to a local establishment or whatever and having like a little, like a little party about it. So I'm trying to like reach out to places and do that kind of crap. But I'm not, I'm not like famous well, or nothing. So it's kind of hard to, like, no, hard to get I, I, Okay. I could definitely help you with that. But the problem with this is, and I've, I've said it before, it's a four letter word time. Yeah. Now I know the games are always on at that time, but there's always something that pops up on my schedule that, that, um, it's, I, I struggle to commit to, to the 4 PM or 1 PM start of a game on Sunday because uh, usually something family-wise or professionally pops. So it's super tough for me to make that happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, so I, I, I can't commit. <laughs> Damn. Um, well, figure it out. I mean, we'll, we'll figure, we got to figure something out. Yeah. At well, some point. About, it has to. I don't know how crazy you get on Thanksgiving, but what if we did the Thanksgiving game? I will be out of town. Yeah. 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 <laughs> No, I, I get it. I'm, I'm a busy dude too. I get it. Well, whatever. We'll try to figure it out. And if we don't ever figure it out, then we'll just. Well, just yay. It, what, happiness. What, once, once it happens, it'll be like, finally, we've carved out a place to get it done. I, I'm telling you, it will happen. I just can't commit right now. No, I'm so. with you. That's cool. Yeah. Um. So here's, here's my first question right off the bat. I couldn't listen to the whole show because I was busy the other day, but like, What's going on with this blind quarterback that you were talking about the other day? Is there, is it yeah. a real, it's it real? It is, it is. Um, I forget his name now. Um, blind. I mean, I did, I was like, I wanted to like keep listening to see if you would like, if there was like a video footage of this kid throwing a football there, or something. There like, is, there is. Um, I can actually get it in a second here and we can look at it. Um, all right. Let me share a screen here. Um, and we can see, all right, blind quarterback, Modesto Raiders. You see what I, you see the Google screen? Yeah. Okay. Wait, this kid's probably seven. 
he is 15. Oh. Okay. okay can you, see, see, can you see the kid lining up there? Is that what you see? Yeah. How is he going to take the snap? That's what my, my first question. Okay. Here you go. Check this out. Uh, the kid is under center. And you can see him right now, right? Just blind as a bat. Okay. What's yeah. going on here? There he is. He backs up. Chucks it. Catch. Okay. That kid's not blind. This doesn't make any sense, dude. There's no way, dude. He, I'm telling you, he's blind. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's blind. No, nah, his parents. Are, I think his parents are out to get famous. There's you think you, you think he's actually got great vision, and it's all yeah, it's all it's all scam. I think, his, I think his parents pulled the Gypsy Rose on him, dude. <laughs> Did you watch that show? No. What the fuck are you talking about? It's like uh, I think it was. It's a real based on a real story. Like this mom, like convinced her kid that she was like sick and like needed to be in a wheelchair, but like her mom was like the one giving her the meds that made her like that. Uh, wow. it, I think it's called Munchausen or something. I'm going to, I'm going to find it and I'll send it to you. But anyways, it's about like parents, like corrupting their kids and like lying to them and shit. That kid's not, there's no way that kid's lying. Cause when I heard you talking about it, the first thing I was thinking about is how is this kid supposed to read a defense? If he can't even read a book, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't make any sense. I mean, um, the only thing I can think is, uh, he's just, throwing it to a spot. He just turned it in a direction. Like Brett Favre used to just throw it as hard as you can down the field and hope somebody catches it. That's um, interesting, but I can't well, wrap my mind around it. I just I saw it. I saw a clip of him playing defense, okay? And in the that clip, he, in that clip, he, um, he kind of just goes running through the line like Frankenstein with his hands out and just Wait, holds is that the, the same kid? Yeah. I, I saw that story before. Uh... Okay, blind football <laughs> player Man. tackle. Let's see if I can get the video of this kid tackling him. Yeah, it's, it's tough to find right now. But, uh, it, yeah, he, he made a tackle. And when he was running down the field with his hands out, he definitely looked like a kid who can't see shit. Well. Um, <laughs> hey, you think that's crazy? I got video of him as a pitcher. The blind, same kid? Yes, yes. This kid loves and, sports. And, yeah. and he struck some dude out. How'd you like to be the little fat fuck who strikes out from a blind kid? Oh, man. This kid's straight up like, listen, I'm not going to be in the band, okay? I'm fucking playing sports. I don't care what the costs are, okay? He's like, I do not want to play the trumpet, dude. Well, you know, because eventually we're going to see this kid's death on field because... Uh, there's going to be a comebacker hit right back to him, and it's going to hit him right in the. He's not even going to do anything to stop the ball. It's going to come out the back of his head. It's going to be horrible. Oh man, Tyler K has got a good point here, dude. Being the yeah, what is it? Who's not blind? Oh man, that kid. See, this is what coaches got to think about. That kid, the backup quarterback, immediately going to have drug problems when he turns 15, 16. Yeah. You know He's just going to be down in the dumps his whole life going, dude, I'm not even a good enough quarterback to be in front of the blind kid. Dude. Wow. So that's, wow. That's what everyone's all about. Yeah. That's a That is a great point by Tyler. The fact that kid's going to be so, I suck so bad. The blind kid has got me. beat. <laughs> I suck so much dick at this game. Oh, <laughs> humans, dude. Humans are fun. Uh, Dirk uh, says that the kid, when he was pitching, the catcher was smacking his glove to give him a target. And I, we, we watched it on Twitch yesterday and he, 
Yeah, he threw it with good velocity for his age, and it was a little off target. But I think I, but in that video, the ump was super generous with the strike zone because the the pitch that because the kid went down looking, and uh, it was way he called it. It was not over the plate. I think it was a bullshit call. But anyway, uh, uh, <laughs> who knows? Maybe maybe that's the one time he struck him out. Maybe out of a hundred kids, ninety nine get hit in the head. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, who knows? But uh, if, even if, even if, uh, it's still a great story. Uh, Melissa says, the act. Melissa yes. Falka, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what it's called. It was, I think it was on Amazon, maybe. Um, Could have been Hulu. It's on something. It's a, it's a pretty interesting story. Have we talked about Ted Lasso? Ted Lasso. Yeah, that's a show that, on it's on Apple Apple TV. It's on Apple TV. Uh, Ted Lasso oh, I don't is. Got, I don't got is, Apple TV. I don't like either. Apple. But everybody <laughs> is. Everybody loves this show, and I'm like, huh. Well, maybe I should get it to see the show, and uh, and uh, I'm like, all right, maybe. And then, but then I also saw uh, a promotional uh, uh, teaser for a show on Apple TV called Invasion. Okay. okay. Now okay. this thing looks sweet because I love that's like my genre. Whenever you have like end of the world and uh and shit like that going on and I love uh, it. A- aliens invading, I'm like, "Oh my god, yes, I got to see this." Sci-fi, dude. Yeah, I love sci-fi. Even shitty sci-fi. I mean, there are some there's some real shitty sci-fi that I've watched and I've loved and yeah. everybody else has hated it. Dude, I'm with you, dude. I used to, when I worked at Two Men at the corporate office, sometimes, you know, you you get a bunch of PTO, so I'd take the PTO and literally just sit in my living room and just watch TV for, like, hours, you know, watching movies and stuff like that. I love doing that kind of crap, dude. Uh, I, there's a film called Battleship, okay, with starring all losers, okay? Shittiest actors on the planet. I think Liam Neeson is in a, in a small role. This movie is a horrible, horrible, disgusting movie that I love so much. It's one of my favorite movies of all freaking time. Oh, my God. Crazy, crazy shit. Good guys in their battleship trying to blow up the aliens. Oh, my God. I love it so much. I see. I, I secretly. I mean, I know I have a family now and like all that kind of crap. But I secretly can't wait. To, I hope some aliens come down, dude. And just, just like not destroy the world, but like just everything's chaotic or whatever. I, I'll go in the woods, dude. I'll take the family <laughs> in the woods and just live life, dude. And just be like, always be like, oh, there could be an alien around here. Or <laughs> that's, that's way more fun than running dumpster divers. You know what I mean? Have you <laughs> ever considered? Um that there are actual aliens living here right now. Oh, for sure, dude. I mean, I think, of, I mean think of, like, whenever you see, like, a spider, like, isn't there, like, a small part of you goes, that, that, that could be an alien, dude. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. All those weirdo I, I love thoughts. It. I love thinking about that crap, dude, because, like, like, what, like, comes through the TV and, like, what, like, we think life is is, like, super boring, dude. Right, <laughs> you know right. I mean? um, anything else that we need to discuss? Our time is, is running short. Shoot, it always is. It always is. I know. Um, we always just kind of just go off on fucking wild shit. Right. So here's the thing. Um, Adam Knapp, love you too, dude. I'm glad you counted for me. And now we're at two of you. I, I, love, I love that. Um, here's the thing. It's just, I don't know when that became my thing, but it just became my thing. What? Um, 
What 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 are you referring to? Um, saying here's the thing. Oh, I don't, I, don't worry I don't, about it. Everybody has crutches. I have crutches. Um, and and uh, and everybody's gonna always uh pick up on them. That always happens. Crutches be crutching, dude. Um, mm-hmm. what else? Like I say, I want to say that I'm excited uh, for this weekend because it's gonna be Jameson's first Halloween. So I'm pumped to drag him. I mean, so we're we're dressing up as um. I'm being the scarecrow, Jameson's being the lion, and then Blue's being um, whatever it was. Dorothy. 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 Yeah. So it's going to be good. I mean, I'm going to be chill. Jameson's going to be, Blue's going to be looking scrum diddly. Dude, it's yeah. going to be cool, dude. Scrum diddly. Uh, that, now, let me ask you this. Uh, is Blue going as sexy Dorothy or old school Dorothy? Um, Just like a regular Dorothy, but Blue's just, she's always looking scrum diddly, if you well, ask me. Well, no doubt about it. So <laughs> could could there be some uh scarecrow Dorothy role play when uh when, when the when the lion goes to bed? Oh man, you know what? I like where your head's at on this one, and I'm gonna find that out. <laughs> yeah, stay in your gear. Uh uh, you gotta roll some footage and holy shit, uh only fans right there, millionaires. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come up with, I'm gonna, I'm gonna investigate. And okay, I'll, I'll all right, yeah, maybe like, uh, kind of get into that slowly, uh, bring it up uh, gently, and then before you know it, wham. Yeah, all right, I got a bunch of straw in my pocket. Whatever, I'll figure something out. <laughs> um, yeah, are, are we out of time? Is no, go ahead, go ahead, finish up. Um, so the one thing um, you were talking about some some crap, it's not crap, it's good stuff, uh, like yesterday or the day before, but um, it reminded me of this story when I was at Two Men in a Truck, and I'll have to look back and figure out what it was, but just know that something you said reminded me of this. Okay. So um, again, my job used to be, I would go out there and like open up franchises and then like, well help them open up and then I go out there and then like train them for like a week and like make sure that they know what the heck, you know, they're yeah, doing. Yeah, sure. So sometimes you get out there and like the sales staff is brand new. Right. And yeah. so you have to like legitimately hop on the phones. Like when the customers are calling, like teach them, you know, how to do the, the crap, sell the, the movies yeah. or whatever. Sure. And, um, so me and my boss were out in uh, Arizona one time, brand new franchise. They opened up and, uh, here's a little things that you learn about the world is like, you got to be prepared for like every detail there is. And so out there there's like the cable company or the internet company or whatever um, is called Cox, like Cox charter community, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. COX. Right. Um, anyways. So my boss was on the phone and he was trying to get the email from the customer and like trying to like teach, teach it to the new person, but he's trying to be like detail oriented to teacher, right? So the guy goes, at my email is blah, 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 at cox.com, whatever. My boss goes, blah, 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 at cox, cox, C-O-X, right? <laughs> and so, and now here's the thing. I always got in trouble at Two Men because I'm just me all the time, right? And so I lose it. Like, I'm not on the phone <laughs> myself, but I'm laughing my ass. Off. Like, I mean, like loud, right? You know what I mean? Right. Like my boss, he didn't quite understand it yet. But anyway, so like after we got, he realized it a little bit later. And after he got off the phone, like me, he, he and I both had to go outside and laugh or whatever. But I'm like, just imagine being that guy trying to book a move, right? Right. And the guy on the phone asks you, 
Cox, like C-O-X, right? Which leaves open the possibility that your email address is at Cox, like dick, <laughs> dot com. You know what I mean? Like, I would, anyways, it just, something yes. you said reminded me of that story. And it was one of, one of the great moments of my, my two minute of truck time where we legit, legitimately asked a guy if his email was, was about dicks. Could possibly <laughs> be about dicks. That's great. Uh, excellent. Anyway. Excellent. Fantastic. Um, if people want to uh, reach out to you, of course, uh, either call Black, uh, not Black Emilio, or you <laughs> at 616-375-9962. All right. Oh, Kyle. you know what? I need to ask you, text me um, that, that number that you were texting about setting up the dumpster. Text me uh, Irvine's auto repair d- details so I can get with them because I need to fix a couple of things in my truck like my personal truck and I figure might as well, since they're a sponsor and I'm a sponsor, might as well do a little, a little mingling. You actually want to call them. There you go. That is their number. I'm going to put it up on the screen uh, for oh, you. Okay. That is Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids, Harvard. You call that number 616-532-6600 and you're good. Cool. To go. I'm going to tell them it's me and hope, hopefully they watch and they know what the heck's going on. They will, uh, they will love you. They are cool. they are good folks over there. All right, hey, you're a good man. Uh, be safe. Are you going to be on the road today? What's going uh, to be slinging them and going to be picking them up? All right, real good. Tell everybody I said hi. Um, okay. Wait, what? Okay, <laughs> I was like, wait, I was about to say bye and you tell. All right, I'm going to tell all the customers. Eric Zane says hi, and we'll see. No, we'll I, was re- I was referring to Emilio and your better half, dumb dumb. Oh. <laughs> all right, never mind. Okay. I messed that one up. All right, get out of here. All right. See you guys. See ya. There you go. Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Good man right there. Uh, all right. Yeah, Eric, I, 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 I hate when you talk to him. Yeah. So what? I, I love him. Okay, Brian. I love Kyle. And so do the people. Uh, well, the people that need to love him, they're, they're there. The ones that don't, eh, like I said, Come back some other time. I, I I put hours and hours of content on this uh, on this platform every single week. If you're gonna throw me under the bus for one segment. You're an asshole. Okay. Not even close to being done. Okay. And uh, I want to uh, mention that, of course, I am on Cameo. Cameo.com/slash Eric Zane. If somebody needs a good roasting. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Hire me for just $15.99. I could uh, roast a friend of yours. I could make it as uh, NC-17 as you want or uh, rated G if it's possibly for a young person. I get that all the time, Zane. This person does not swear. Do not swear. It's up to you. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Gun school. Retired U.S. Army Major. Marine Corps. I'm sorry, U.S. Uh, United States Army. I said U.S. Army, then I said Marine Corps. United States Army. Uh, Steve Prince teaches gun school. If you want to carry your pistol concealed, you need to reach out to Prince Army, 616-204-1705. Uh, that is 616 616- uh, two zero four one seven zero five. Thank you to Prince Arming. Uh, you can also click on the logo at ericsaintshow.com. It'll take you right to their Facebook page at Prince Arming on Facebook and then click events 
And you can see when the next one is coming up. It's uh, mid-November, I believe. We have a Thursday-Saturday deal coming up with Prince Army. Sign up. When you get done with the class, you can then take the certificate, take it to your uh, uh, local county that you live in, and then get your concealed pistol license. It's that simple. Thank you, Prince Army. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage invites you that if you are thinking, ah, okay, it's time. I'm ready for the big move. I'm going to get out of this rental property. I'm going to get out of this home or I need a refi, whatever it may be. I am calling upon the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. No matter where you are in the United States, this sponsor works anywhere for exception. So uh, Maine, Alaska, Hawaii, and South Carolina. Don't ask me. Uh, but still, call Mario no matter where you are and get a mortgage. 231-332-6505, whether your credit is impeccable or whether it is in the dumper. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Um, Tyler says, did we get follow-up from uh, shitty Google review lady? I don't think so. Kyle says, oh, shit, I'll provide an update on Google review batshit lady next week. Do you want to come in now, Kyle? Uh, click back in. Click back in and update. I don't know if he's by the computer. I'll send him a text. Because I need an update on Kim DeCraker. That's the crazy bitch who uh, uh, fucking... Son of a bitch. Uh, threw, threw him under the bus with a horrible Google review and fucked everything up for the guy. All right. If you're still watching, Kyle, click back in and then we need an update. Otherwise, I will um, check in next week. Boomer Bob says Kyle's good shit. Maureen says Kyle seems like a fun dude. Sarah Rook Rock Roosh says... Yep, agreed. Boomer Bob says, I know zero podcasts that entertain me 100% of the time. Not even my own. He's referring to the bludgeoning that Bleeding Heart Brian gave me. I'm still so fucking pissed about that. Uh, Kyle says on, on Cameo, can I get a Molly Christmas and a happy crew year and keep rocking? Mario Flores hates Maine, says Corey. Uh, Andrea says, I went to Prince Armin, and he taught me shit that Jason didn't even know. Well, one thing at least. LOL. Joe Hughes, with his Michigan emblem, says, Kyle is good people. Michigan, Michigan State. This weekend... Wow. Um, who is going to win that? I don't have a dog in the fight. So who, whatever I say, for those of you that roots for the team that I think is going to lose, no butthurt there. None. You cannot have any butthurt. Two much Kenneth Walker Michigan State romps over Michigan at Spartan Stadium 
They will be burning couches in East Lansing when they take Jim Harbaugh and rub his nose in shit. I do not care, and I am not rooting. I am just making my stone-cold lead pipe lock of the week. Spartans in a route, 34. Five to seven from Spartan Stadium. The Michigan Wolverines have had a great season up to this point, but they will be exposed. Oh, no. Oh, my God. As the Wolverines go back to the drawing board, licking their wounds, when will Jim Harbaugh be able to be a t- beat a top 25 opponent on the road? Oh, no. It's not going to happen this weekend. Now, for a lot of you, um, you will probably be like, uh, you know, thanks a lot, Eric Zane, you idiot. Uh, If you bet the opposite of me, you're probably going to win, though. Uh, Tyler says, what does Huge predict? The opposite will happen. It's similar. Uh, He's going to pick Michigan, I guarantee you. Dennis says, you're fucking delusional. Dude, again, I don't root, but as you all know, I am an expert prognosticator. I just go with gut feelings, all right? And then it tends to work out. Okay. Look, I need to put the wraps on this show. But I'm not done. But in order for me to do it without uh, being completely uncomfortable, I need to go tinkle. Oh, boy. I didn't drink a drop of water. All I had was coffee. Normally, if I have the coffee, I can survive the whole show. Not today. Uh-uh. No way, no how. So hang in there. I am going to do my tinkle trick. Enjoy the dog sleeping, and I'll be right back. All right. There's a disturbing story in the news today. Has me a little concerned. It is, uh, well, hold on a second. What is the speed of sound? What is that? It's like 750 miles an hour. Hmm. 343 meters per second. Who measures it in that? Uh, for objects traveling in dry air at a temperature of 20 degrees at sea level, the speed is approximately 343.2 meters per second. Uh, six, uh, 768 miles per hour. Okay. So, you know, when the U S, uh, when our fighter jets, they, uh, you know, around that fast, the missiles that they launch around that fast armaments to keep the country safe. If by chance some crazy ass fucker, uh, lobs a couple missiles over at the U.S. Our defense setup will hopefully take out their missiles. Evenly matched, incoming speed, outgoing speed. Yeah, you can track that shit and blow it up before it even affects us in any way, shape, or form. We don't even know anything happened. Unless, you know, <laughs> a missile goes 10 times that speed. Did you see this story? 
If you're not thinking this is a big deal, you're fucking crazy. China has developed and tested successfully not a supersonic missile, a hypersonic missile. Okay, this is some Star Wars shit here. Like, well, what does that even mean? I don't have any idea. Okay, let me put it in, in terms like this. Supersonic missile is what I was just describing to you. Okay? A hypersonic missile is about 4,000 miles an hour. We can't do anything to a, to a hypersonic projectile flying in from the back of the room. There's nothing that can be done. China has this now. They have this capability. Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman General Mark Milley, speaking to Bloomberg Television, stopped short of calling the test a Sputnik moment. Ah, who gives a shit about whether it's a Sputnik moment or not? Uh, We need to know that it's an Armageddon moment because if China gets a fucking bug up their ass, we are sitting ducks. There is absolutely nothing we can do they throw a nuclear warhead on the end of a soup, a hypersonic missile. Oh my God. Ooh. Fuck. 4,000 miles an hour. Don't piss up. Don't piss off China. He called the test of the weapon a very significant uh, technical, I can't even read, technological event, just one element of China's military capabilities. Holy crap. It was the first official acknowledgement of the test from the uh, Pentagon, which has so far declined to comment. The Chinese military capabilities are much greater than that single test, Millie said. They're expanding rapidly in space, in cyber, and then in traditional domains of land, sea, and air. China is very significant on our horizon. Fuck, man. That's a little weird. Um, I was uh, watching a report on the Today Show this morning. They said that... um, The U.S. is always working on hypersonic capabilities, but we're years behind. Now, look, I mean, that's a a pretty staggering thing to think about, you know, but um, I mean, uh, I don't know. Sometimes a little bit, I live a little bit fearful, but knowing that some country has that type of capability and we don't know what the fuck they're thinking, that's a little weird. Can you imagine if something like that... It's in the hands of some crazy, even more crazy uh, entities such as North Korea. Not that far-fetched. All right. So just a little doom and gloom for you on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Meanwhile, this. This story, an update on the Alec Baldwin thing. This is getting really, really messy. Okay. Um, This is an interview with the sheriff in uh, that county in New Mexico. And um, this I know. This is very, very weird. As far as I can understand, there were two people involved that were going to handle that weapon. One is that 24-year-old chick who apparently was on the set of the... Her first job as an armorer was uh, during some Nicolas Cage movie. 
And she like fired a fucking gun off and scared the shit out of Cage. And he went storming off and said, you dumb motherfucker. You got to let us know when you're shooting a fucking round off. You're squeezing one off. If you, you fried everybody's brain. So um, there was that. And she's on the set of this 24-year-old chick, something, something, uh, Gutierrez. And then the other guy, um, apparently she, um, in this old Western style revolver said, okay, yeah, take a look at the, um, the, the barrel, you know, the spinny thing. And there's, they see three rounds, but apparently she didn't spin the barrel and the, and the bullet, it is a bullet. Now they found this out. Um, it was an actual live round inside of there. Okay. Now, as far as I understand, um, it wasn't the, okay. That all sorts of fucked up shit went on that apparently, um, now the idea is why in the world would there be a live round on the set in the first place? And there's talk of some of the, uh, crew were using the weapons to just fuck around with their own, with live ammunition and shooting targets on the set, which, Oh my God, what the fuck? And, um, but how to me, I'm just telling you, it seems very odd to me that someone would mix them or grab a round unless someone really wanted to do, do this on purpose. And they are still looking into this possibility that remember I floated that conspiracy idea. They are still looking into this possibility and people are still being, including Baldwin are still being investigated. How in the world did a live round with a projectile in the casing, uh, a deadly live round wind up inside of this revolver with um, rounds that don't do anything but make noise. Holy shit. Listen to this. We're back with more on this morning's top story, the investigation into that fatal shooting. By the way, if uh, I'm playing this directly from the Today Show, so if the algorithm on Facebook or whatever mutes me or shuts me down or on either one of the either one of the three platforms, just go to the other one and finish it up. I don't give a fuck, really. I want to play this. On the set of Alec Baldwin's new movie, officials have announced the prop gun that was used had been loaded with both dummy and live rounds of ammunition, or at least one live round. Investigators also found what they describe as some complacency with how weapons were handled on that set. And if the sheriff's office determines during our investigation a crime has occurred and probable cause exists, arrest, an arrest or arrests will be made and charges will be filed. Wow. That was Okay, before I continue with this, because uh, uh, what's-her-face here is going to interview the sheriff. Um, the young chick I was telling you about, Hannah Gutierrez, is the set armorer. She's the one who... Uh, fired the round on the set of the cage movie um set armor armorer hannah gutierrez and assistant director dave halls these are the two who handled the firearm before baldwin baldwin gutierrez and halls are all cooperating an affidavit from the sheriff's office they might even mention this here from wednesday revealed that gutierrez a 24 year old chick told investigators that on the day of the incident, she checked the dummies and ensured there were not hot rounds in the firearm. Gutierrez said as the crew broke for lunch, the weapons were taken back and secured inside a safe on a set in the, in, uh, in the prop truck. 
During the lunch break, she stated the ammo was left on a cart and not secured. That's a problem. A search warrant issued Wednesday. A uh, search warrant was issued Wednesday for that truck. Gutierrez said no live ammo was ever kept on the set, according to the affidavit. That's not what was discovered. They found 500 rounds of both dummy ammo and live rounds on the set. Uh-oh. Sheriff of Santa Fe County, New Mexico, Adon Mendoza, who joins us now. Mr. Sheriff, good morning to you. Good morning. So you have identified the two people who handled that weapon and ammunition before handing it to Alec Baldwin, the assistant director and the armorer. Is that who faces criminal legal exposure right now? Well, I can say this, that uh, those two individuals are obviously the focus of the investigation. So um, they're the focus. And what about Alec Baldwin? By all accounts, according to court documents, he was handed that weapon and told it was a cold gun. In other words, not containing live ammunition. Is he in the clear as far as the criminal case is concerned? Um, nobody's been cleared uh, as of yet. Again, there's three people that handled the firearm prior to uh, the death of Ms. Hutchins. Uh, so uh, those people are, will be interviewed, are the focus of the investigation. And so uh, and nobody's been cleared as of yet. What pieces of information do you need to determine whether this was just a tragic accident or something that rises to the level of a criminal case? Well, I think uh, during the interviews and the focus of the investigation is how the live rounds got there, who brought Imagine we said, we need a smoking gun. Oh, oh no. Got them there and why they were there. Uh, as far as how, uh, if it's going to rise to the point of negligence or the point of criminal charges, we're hoping to work with the uh, district attorney and reference. I keep picturing Gomez from Breaking Bad. To that, so a, deter uh, a clear determination is made whether charges should be filed. Well, you determined and, and announced yesterday that it was, in fact, a live round uh, that was fired from that weapon and killed uh, the, the, the victim here. Do you know why live rounds would be on a movie set? I love this question. Thank you. Is there any good reason they should be there? I, I absolutely oh. don't. Um, I think oh the boy. information that we've got in the industry is that there should be no live rounds on set. So again, we're going to try to determine why they were there and, uh, oh and who brought man. them there. And according to the court, somebody is fucked. Oh, somebody is so screwed. Documents the armorer, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, told your investigators, quote, no live ammo is ever kept on set. Given your investigation so far, is that an accurate and truthful statement? No, obviously it isn't. Uh, that oh, boy. It was a live round that struck, Miss, struck and killed Miss Hutchins, so that is not... Uh, uh, a inaccurate statement as far as I'm concerned. The assistant director, Dave Halls, told your investigators that he looked at the, the barrel of the gun uh, and he's, he's, he looked at three of the chambers, but it wasn't spun around for him. And he, he's not sure if he saw the other chambers. How do you determine whether or not that is, again, simply a mistake or something that rises to the level of, of criminal recklessness? 
Again, we're going to continue the investigation. We'd like to do some follow-up uh, interviews with Mr. Halls and get some clarification in exactly what he meant by that statement. I'm aware of the statement. It was in the affidavit, but uh, there's some follow-up uh, interviews and uh, that we would like to have with Mr. Halls. There have been reports from crew members in the press saying that there had been two accidental gun discharges on that very set prior to this incident. Have you been able to confirm that? We, I'm aware of the statements. Uh, there have been statements that, that are made that uh, there was a live fire and target practice on the scene or on the set. Uh, we are going to track down that information and try and confirm uh, whether that's a fact or not. What about target practice? That's another uh, issue that's been in the news. People have told reporters that there were some people on the crew in their downtime doing target practice with live rounds. Were you able to gather any information about that? Not as of yet. Again, uh, our investigators are aware of those statements, and uh, we encourage anybody that has it. She needs to say, okay, if there is, how fucked are these people? Uh, that information of where that took place and when it took place to contact the sheriff's office uh, so we can uh, follow you. up on, on Thank you, Gomi. that information. Well, finally, sir, I mean, it, we can see that there are a lot of open questions here. Do you have a timeline in terms of when you think this investigation can be completed? You know, we're working diligently. There is no timeline. There's a lot of people that need to be interviewed. And when you interview people, there's more information that may come to light. So there isn't a timeline. We want to do a thorough investigation. And I can uh, assure you that our investigators are, are working uh, hard and diligently to get this uh, completed as uh, and as thoroughly and complete as possible. Well, Santa Fe County Sheriff Adan Mendoza, thank you for waking up early for your time this morning, sir. We appreciate it. Uh, Thank you. I agree with Corey's comment. Yes, somebody is getting a manslaughter charge. That's what it sounds like to me. Holy shit. Oh, man. And uh, and they are, they are definitely taking their sweet time with this. Uh, getting all the uh, information uh, accurate. That is, uh, that is a fact. Oh, boy. Uh, the potential for criminal charges, the, the uh, more than... Without a doubt, a massive fucking uh, lawsuit. Um, Dean, who always just swims in the pool of stupid, writes, just makes uh, make guns illegal. This wouldn't have happened if they were illegal. Sarcasm. No need. No need for sarcasm. No need. Why weren't you at the game last night? You dumb bastard. Incredible. I am really, really uh, interested in how this, how this unfolds. What a, what a disaster. Um, and then there was the idea of Baldwin possibly being, um, held with uh, some type of charge. I, I, I guess it would be a manslaughter charge or negligent homicide or something like that. I mean, I guess it all depends on if there is written down protocol that, uh, assures that the actor has to, uh, look at the um, um, what he is his weapon to begin with. If that case can be made, then yeah, he would be fucked. Corey says uh, revolver is the easiest thing to check. You just slide out the cylinder. You can see all six chambers at once. Agreed, man. So who knows? But this is an absolute shit show. Uh, what just started out as oh, it was just some accidental thing. No, there's a whole lot of details of this fucking thing, Mike. God, heads are going to roll to be sure. Okay. 
We are moments away from the asshole of the day. Brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics. Get your nominations as to who you think is the asshole of the day today. For the last two hours, we've uh, we've talked about a lot of things. Can you think of anything right now that we've talked about that could be a qualifier for the asshole of the day? Uh, get them to me on the chat of the live stream. If you haven't done so already, please go to twitch.com slash Eric Zane live and uh, follow the page because we're going to go there in a little bit and have some more fun getting you used to my new platform, which kicks off in earnest the grand opening, if you will, on Monday, just a few days from now. All right. Uh, we were talking comedy earlier with my pal, Adam Deggy. I wish him nothing but the best in his uh, efforts in uh, headlining Dr. Grins this weekend. I still cannot believe that that is the first time that he has done that, but it's going down this weekend. Um, in the discussion of comedy, totally different, but a different organization is full house comedy. This is about the only time that I would ever uh, talk about Full house comedy at the same time as Dr. Grins, but there is comedy going down this weekend. You've got tonight at the park theater, go see the multi-talented Rodney Norman, who looks like a homeless dude. Uh, he is appearing there tonight at the park theater. If you're in the Rockford area, go see Rodney Norman at Rockford lanes on uh, Friday night. And then on Saturday, Rodney Norman is at back alley comedy club in Muskegon. Uh, for tickets to these shows and all of their shows and to see who's coming up in the near future, go to fullhousecomedy.com and support the one and only Big Dick Donnie uh, in his effort to bring comedy to West Michigan and beyond. Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid, you do have a resource, a trusted resource in West Michigan, if you are in West Michigan, uh, to get your vehicle repaired. Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid. E-R-V-I-N-E-S. Irvine's.com. On their website, displayed proudly and prominently, their Google reviews. So terrific. They've got an unbelievably great track record. If you have any issues at all with your vehicle, uh, take your car to Irvine's. Keep it on the road longer. Preventative maintenance or if something goes haywire while you're driving down the road, uh, they can help you. Call them at 616-532-6600 for Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Servicing European, Asian, and domestic cars is about the only thing that they will not work on, Volkswagens. Okay. In fact, uh, Adam says, asshole of the day, Volkswagen. Asshole of the day, Adam. Adam was a gem in the comments today. Oh, I can't agree to that. Uh, Adam says, thank you, Kyler. And for the record, we need to add two more to the know what I mean. Three more to here's the thing. And four more to dude. Apparently, folks apparently are keeping track of, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Kyle's verbal crutches. All right. I have uh, no real worthy recommendations for asshole today. Apparently everybody, apparently everybody's in a great mood and no issues. 
let's see. Ben and Eric today. Ben could be nominated uh, for fucking up the time on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast this week. The NFK could be nominated for just the whole peanut butter thing. My God. Uh, Deggy joined us. He was kind of an asshole picking on your old pal, Eric Zane, but I'm going to let that slide. Kyle joined us with his usual fare of deutery. Uh, we updated you on the set of the movie Rust. Boy, there's a lot of stuff I did not get to that I'm going to get to on the uh, Patreon. Disturbing news about China. So I'm not too hard and fast on the asshole of the day. I don't have any real standout um, uh, things there. Melissa says asshole of the day could be bleeding hard, Brian, because you're still pissed. Mm, asshole of the day, 131 construction delays. Uh, Martin says Spartans a-hole. Well, it is what it is. Uh, I have to, I have to pick somebody. The asshole of the day brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics. It's got to be the NFK. He deserves that, and I think he would admit that. Uh, uh, look, take better care of your hands before you start touching shit with tablespoonfuls of peanut butter on your fucking hands. Absolutely horrible. Okay. There you go. Oops. Dennis says Alec Baldwin just because he's an asshole regardless. You have no idea what you're talking about. You've never met him. You don't know. I don't know. You may be right, but you don't know. I'm going to assume you have not met Alec Baldwin. Okay? Let's stick to the facts like I always do. I am a fact-oriented podcast. Melissa says, did you get my Instagram message about the NFK's feet? This is going to bum me out. Who sends it on Instagram? I don't even look at Instagram. Uh, no. Wait a minute. No, I, I did not get that. Okay, I'm going to head on over to... Uh, switch in just a handful of minutes. All right? We're going to have some more fun on Twitch. We'll get to that in just a bit. Thanks for listening to this show. Go to twitch.com slash Eric Zane Live and follow the page, knucklehead. Okay. Talk to you then. Bye-bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.